Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. And this is episode 97 of the Michigan Sports Truth Postgame Edition on Talk Show. I'm Taylor Phillips with Lewis Tenor. Tigers lose 3-2 to two of the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Uh, Lions get thwacked 30-9 in Baltimore by the Ravens. Uh, Ian uh, let's start with the Tigers scoring summary first. Ian Kinsler opened the scoring with a solo home run to lead off the first for the Tigers. That made it that made it one nothing. Cowart would make it two to one Angels with a two run home run, and then CJ Crone with an RBI single. Cowart's uh, home run was in the top of the third and so was Crone Crone single and made it three to one. Oh here. Tigers made it three to two on an Andrew Romine RBI ground out. That that's how it stood. Fernando Salas picked up the save. Michael Fulmer uh, takes yet another loss. He drops now to ten to five. Drops now to ten and five. Uh, Jonas Chasin improves to five and eight. The Tigers uh, just can't seem to solve Chasin, but uh, that's. But uh, the Angels steal one anyway, part of my hashtag tank to fire awesomest movement. I guess that worked out pretty well, didn't it, tonight? (laughs) Yeah. Maybe we'll get your wish. Uh Uh-huh. Moving on to the Lions. The Ravens scored first on a a Justin Tucker 40-yard field goal. Making it three nothing. Matt Prater tied it up from twenty eight yards out. Twelve oh six in the third quarter. Justin Tucker went untied with a twenty seven yarder, making it six to three. And then uh Butler with a twenty five yard pass from Ryan Mallett, a former Michigan Wolverine making it 13-3. And then Mallett would take it take it one yard to the house himself, making it 20-3. Matt Prater, a 60-yard field goal, a 60-yard field goal, making it 
that's the longest of his career, even though it's preseason. <laughs> Impressive. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wonder what it'll be like in the regular season, though. I know. And then Lutz would make it make it 23-6 to six for Baltimore from 39 yards out. And then and then Johnson a one yard touchdown run, making it making it twenty nine to making it thirty to six. And then Bell with a thirty thirty three yard field goal for Detroit, making it thirty to nine Baltimore, and that's how it and that's how it would stand. Um, same old Lions, I guess. It's preseason, and um, and uh, this game did that did not matter at all, except except the Lions are just the Lions. Yeah. Well. Um, Well, uh, this is just a short post game on the Michigan Sports Truth on Talk Show. Uh, Lewis, uh, just like last time, uh, the scores, the, the division standings, and uh, the division standings, including uh, how far each team is in each di- back in first place in each division, as well as the wild card standings and the NFL preseason scores. Take it away. I will, I will certainly do that. Okay, just let me get a second here to set up. And we'll go like this. Starting from top to bottom, as I usually do. This will cooperate here. Okay, it's taking... Okay, here we go. Top of the ninth, the Rangers are pounding the Indians 7 to nothing. In the top of the eighth... Whoops. In the top of the eighth here, we have the Braves leading the Giants. That's right, I said the Braves leading the Giants 3-1. to one. Uh, The Rangers-Indians game has just now gone final. Uh, there's one out nobody on with the Braves and Giants. A final here, the Yankees just crushed the Orioles again, 13-5, to five, as the Orioles pitching just continues to just be very woeful. Um, Rockies beat the Nationals 9-4 in 11 innings. The Blue Jays over the Twins 8-7. Edwin Canacion hit a home run. I believe that was the game winner to win for the Blue Jays. That's bad news for the Yankees, though, because they're trying to catch him. Speaking of on the wrong end, the Red Sox beat the Royals 8-3. That's also bad news for my team. Thanks a lot. Uh, White Sox had no trouble with the Mariners, 9-3. to Angels beat the Tigers, 3-2. to The Pirates over the Brewers, 9-6. to Astros took care of the Rays, 6-2. to Mets had an easy time with the Phillies, 12-1. to The Padres hang on to beat the Marlins and 1-0. Now that's a pitcher's do all right. 
Athletics over the Cardinals 3 to 2 and the Reds just shut out the Diamondbacks 13 to nothing. Yeah, just a few seconds here. I'll give you I'll give you the I'll give you the standings here. Just a second here. Okay. Takes a while for my computer to get uh over. All right. To the American East, here we go. The Blue Jays are 73 and 56 and lead the American League East. Boston is 72 and 57. That's one game back. The Orioles are 70 and 59 and three games back. Yankees hanging in there, 67, 61, five and a half back. And the Rays are still the Rays, 54 and 74, 18 and a half back. To the Central Division we go. The Cleveland Indians are 73 and 54. The Tigers are 69 and 60, five games back. The Royals are 67 and 62 at seven games back. The White Sox are 62 and 66, 11 and a half back. And the hapless Twins, which have no chance, at 49 and 80, 25 and a half back. End your season now while you still have your dignity. To the West. The Texas Rangers are 75 and 54. The Rangers are Astros are seven back at 68 and 61. The Mariners are also seven back at 68 and 61. Athletics are 56 and 73, 19 back. And the Angels, who need more than a halo, are 55 and 74 at 20 games back. Now to the National League. Yeah, excuse me. Nationally, the Nationals, 75 and 54. A distant second is the Mar- uh, the Marlins at 67 and 62, eight games back. The Mets, 66 and 63, nine games back. Philadelphia Phillies, 59 and 70, 16 back. I was I'm so disappointed in them. And the hapless Braves, 47 and 82. 28 games back, and they're the first team this year to guarantee having a losing record. To the to the Central, the Cubs, 82 and 46, way back in second as the Cardinals at 68 and 16, uh, 68 and 60, 14 back. The Pirates, 66 and 61, 15 and a half back. The Brewers. At 56 and 73, 26 and a half back, and the Reds 55 and 73, 27 games out. You can kiss that goodbye. The West Dodgers 72 and 57. The Giants are 70 and 58, just a game and a half back. But falling further down the list. The Rockies are 61-68 at 11 back. Padres are 54-75, 18 back. And just right behind them, Diamondbacks are 54-76, 18 and a half back. So now we'll go over to the wild card spots and see where we stand from here. And it's getting a little bit interesting, especially in the American League East. All right, here we go. Boston Red Sox are up two games, followed by the Orioles. Tigers are one game out. Astros are two games out. The Mariners are also two games out. The Yankees, two and a half. 
I told you so. Royals, three back. White Sox, seven and a half back. Oakland Athletics, 14 back. Angels, 15 out. Rays are 15 and a half out. And the Twins, 21 games out of the wild card spot. Yeah. Uh, to the National League, the Giants are two games up, followed by the Cardinals. Pirates and Miami are a game and a half back. The Mets, not too far behind, a two and a half back, but they still need a lot of work. Rockies are falling back to seven and a half back. Phillies now nine and a half back. Brewers are 12 and a half out. Reds are 13 and back. Padres, 14 and a half out. Diamondbacks, 15 out. And the Braves, even though I don't mind mentioning them, are 21 and a half out. But they're a lost cause. As usual. Okay, now for the first time this year, NFL. And a game that just ended, the Giants beat the Jets 21-20. to uh, Thank you very much, jerk. In the what we call the Battle for Bragging Rights in the Gardens, in the Tri-State area. Uh, in the third quarter here, the Broncos are leading the Rams 17-9 with 3.58 to go in the third. Um... Miami B. Oh, I'm going to go to some of them last night. Let me let me go to the full scoreboard here. All right, because I don't want to mix up last night's scores with tonight's scores, so I have to turn the page over here. If my computer will cooperate. Ah, here we go. All right, it's now 3:58 to go with the Broncos leading the Rams, 17 to nine. Continuing on here, as I said, the Giants beat the Jets 21-20 in the last few seconds. The last few seconds of the game, as they intercepted the ball, Ravens just destroyed the Lions 30-9. Eagles beat the Colts 33-23, and the Titans over the Raiders 27-14. I thought I'd like to share some. Little League information, I know they're thinking, why? Was that because I think it's a fun game to watch? Uh, Korea beat Panama 7-2 in the international final. And in the American final, New York beat Tennessee 4-2. The championship game is tomorrow at 3.30 on ABC. And I've always looked forward to watching that. Um, I got some MLS scores. Uh, D.C. over Chicago 6-2. Philadelphia over Kansas City, 2-0. Columbus over San Jose, also 2-0. In the Battle of Canada, Montreal beat Toronto, 1-0. And Dallas over Houston, which seems to have another problem, 3-1. And um, the Red Bulls and NYFC play tomorrow. I'll be looking forward to that game as the soccer fan that I am. Um, Some other notes here. Uh, Ravens rookie running back, Kenneth Dixon has been carted, was carted off the field earlier today with uh, either a leg or a knee injury. They have not determined that yet. Uh, 49ers trade cornerback Kenneth Archer to the Kansas City Chiefs for a seventh-round seventh draft selection in, the 20, in 2018. 
not 2017 as I was as many people would think, but it'd be 2018. Colts cornerback uh, Darius Butler goes down with an ankle injury. Ravens tight end Benjamin Watson. Now this is sad. Tears his Achilles tendon and was cut off the field in a preseason game against Detroit and is out for the season. Man, these injuries are these injuries are piling up though in, in preseason and it's just that it's just awful. Now here's something I find really disturbing. 49ers quarterback Colin Kaepernick does not stand for the national anthem saying that he refuses to stand for a country that oppresses minorities of color, race, what have you. He sat on the bench during the anthem. How can you say that it, it oppresses that it oppresses minorities? That, 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 I, don't, I, don't, I don't get that. that that's, that's ridiculous. He, 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 I mean, he's not even that great of a, of a quarterback. And he's got the nerve to go on thinking that, you know, like, oh, well, you don't really stand up for black people or these kind of people. Like, where does it say that? I mean, I think, I think it's gone to his head. Anyway, Rams receiver Taylor Austin signs a four-year, $42 million deal, $30 million in his pocket. Cavaliers guard Mo Williams is going to be considering retirement. It is not official. This is he is just considering it. Um, I got that off of BleacherReports.com this uh, this evening. In June, he exercised a player option for two point two million. If a player is way before the waiver deadline on Wednesday, a team can spread money that is owed over a number of years that will lower luxury tax penalties that the Cavaliers have incurred over the past few seasons. And uh, our new our newest Yankee player, Gary Sanchez, is hot again. Uh, he hits his 11th home run. It is just his 20th game of the year. As they did crush the Baltimore Birds, uh, Orioles, 13-5 this afternoon. Uh, so he's, he's, doing, he's doing pretty good for a rookie but we were at um we were taking a poll um this afternoon about him and we were wondering is he um should he be getting rookie of the year i don't think he's even eligible for rookie of the year he's only been in the majors for uh the last what 3 weeks so if you ask me i don't i don't think he's even eligible to be considered for rookie of the year although he's off to a phenomenal start but I think the rule is that you must have uh, played, I think, from the beginning of the season to even be considered for that. Although I do have uh, my selection for nationally rookie of the year, and I think it's an obvious choice. Would you, would you uh, care to take a stab at that? Care to take a stab at who my nationally pick would be? Oh yeah. Name it. Oh, I, I didn't hear. I was listening oh. to. Uh... Okay, uh, I, I mean, I don't know if I agree with our our American League pick because he's only been in the league for like about the last three weeks. But I have an excellent pick for 
National League Rookie of the Year, and I think it's an obvious choice. All right. Do uh, you have any idea? No, I'll tell you mine. I'm going to say Matt, Max Scherzer. Rookie of the Year? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, darn it, I, I can't think of one, actually. I could. Yep. Trevor Story of Colorado. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, he's right from the get-go in, in – um, April, he's he's been phenomenal too because he was doing what Sanchez is uh, is uh, doing now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's that's a good choice. But of course, we'll have to wait till the end of the season for that to occur. But um, I think um, Story is going to take National Good of the Year by a landslide. Uh, Orioles center fielder Andrew uh, Andrew Jones. I keep getting those two mixed up. Uh, left last night's game with a hamstring injury. It is not known how long he's going to be out for. Blue Jays acquire Diner Navarro from the White Sox and send minor leaguer minor leaguer Colton Turner in yesterday's waiver trade. Uh, Rangers pitcher Jeremy Jeffries was arrested yesterday on a DWI charge and placed on the restricted list before a game against the Indians. But General Manager John Daniels expects him to be back tomorrow. Uh, if you ask me, I don't think he's worthy of coming back tomorrow. So, But then again, that's not my decision. I don't make the rules. But if you ask me, making a stupid mistake like that isn't really worthy. Um, Detroit Lions defensive lineman, Kerry Hinder lost more than $18,000 for roughing Bengals quarterback A.J. McCarron in a preseason game. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is yet to earn an accredited season due to the current CBA, making 1000 a week during training camp, and it will be on appeal. A player must insert other defenses that should be reduced if extensive when when compared to the other players' expected earnings in question, that the fine may be reduced on the basis if it exceeds 25% of one week of a player's salary for a second offense. And um, there was a trade uh, with the Utah Jazz for the Sixers and was to involve Kendall Marshall. It was to be a cost-cutting move but as of yesterday, Marshall was waived by the Jazz. And 270s, he was the 13th overall pick of the 2012 draft, but was on four different teams in the past four years. And his salary of $2 million would have been guaranteed by us as of September 1st. Now that is not going to happen. Um. Two draft picks have also gone to the 76ers. Uh, no, it was not. It was not mentioned who they were. Um, just a quick check and see if we got any more scores here. Because with baseball, you never know. They always seem to uh, change at a moment's notice. I'm uh, just going to check. It's it's now going to the start of the fourth quarter with the Broncos up on the Rams, 
17 to 9. Over to more updates for the Space Boys. All right. It's now in the bottom of the eighth, raise of 3 to 1, but there he has two on and two out runners on first and second. So I'll keep my eye on that. And I believe that is the only game that is uh, left for the day for baseball. Uh, yes, it is. Oh, and get this. Uh, David uh, Ortiz, a.k.a. Big Poppy, hits another milestone. His 1,000th game at Fenway. Uh, congratulations, Poppy. Wow, 1,000 games at Fenway. Uh, okay, a couple of the... J.J. Justin Upton in the outfield tonight had a was a thorn with Albert Pujols. I think that means it might have been a little brouhaha. Pujols uh, hit a home run last night. Oh wow! I'm still still going to it. Wow. And Dustin Pedroia grounded into to a double play to end the eighth inning, ending his streak of hits at 11 consecutive at bats. One short of tying the major league record. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. I'll just take a quick look to see if we have anything. Oh, here's something. Uh, did you mention that Martinez got tossed? Yeah, Victor Martinez, yeah. Yeah. He, he was so pissed off. I'm he, sure. He got, he got ejected. Brad Osmus got ejected. And uh, Wally Joyner, their hitting coach, got ejected. So Gene Lamont was the acting manager for the rest of the game. Yeah. Hilarious. It is. But don't don't they ever know that they can't argue ball, uh, you know, with the um, balls and strikes call? They, 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 never, they never seem to understand that you can't argue balls and strikes. But, yeah, here we oh, are. Yes. They still, I mean, some people just never learn. It is, you know... It's part, it's part of the game. You don't argue balls or strikes. But I think the umpires need to take more of a closer look of just what is a ball and strike, you know, how far from the strike zone. I mean, because I do think that the umpires do get it wrong. Sometimes they do, sometimes yeah. they don't. Yeah, but they're getting paid to make the right call. And, you know, when they get, when they get the wrong call, you know, really it losses up the game. Yeah. Yeah, so you can see why fans do get upset. I mean, I can't blame them. Yet at the same time, you know, arguing it just makes just makes the game get out of hand, and everybody gets upset. So you know, it's you. I guess in some cases, you just can't win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's baseball for you. Okay, now we're in the top of the ninth, uh, three to one Braves and Giants. That is the uh, the last that is the last game of the day. Oh, here's something a little weird on a video I'm time seeing here. Is it just a little bit off? The intentional walk couldn't have gotten any worse. This I gotta see. I mean, this is this is like uh, I think maybe gonna go into the comedy of error pages. If it'll. Oh, first you gotta get a little stupid ad here that'll last ten seconds. Please. 
So that's how we get it for free. All right, the intentional walk. Oh, and the ball got away. Yeah, I, I'm blacked out on MLB Network. Uh, well, this is just a highlight. Uh, it's not the whole game, but still. Right. It's catching it like, whoops. Oh, my. How do you mess that up in an intentional I, I mean, hmm. Gee, doesn't that kind of remind you of a certain play in a, in a World Series game? Even though it was an intentional walk, but got right got right past him. Hmm. Hmm. I didn't know Bill Bunker had a role in playing baseball. Oh, oh. Oh, because, you know, not for nothing, but the intentional walk has got to be the most boring part of baseball. I mean, because you just expect, you know, uh, four pitches, we're going to just walk them in there. I mean, nobody nobody gets excited about that. It is like it is like the most boring part of the game. And that's, you know, that's another thing that they need to do to help speed up the game. To just get rid of that intentional walk. And right now they're showing highlights of the Mets-Phillies game, and the Mets just crushed them. Cespedes hit a homer. Um, oh, and this one was a grand salami. Yeah. Wow. No wonder. 12-1. to 12-1. to one. Beginning of the season, the Phillies looked—they looked like they were in decent shape, and it looked like they were going to shake off the, you know, the the atrocious season they had the year before. But now they're just, you know, sinking—they're just sinking away, and it's—it's it's actually sad. To, it's actually sad to watch. It's, you know, because they, April and May. They looked fine, but then towards like June and July, they were they just uh, got off course, and now they're falling back behind. And well, you know, it's it's sad. But the Yankees and the Yankees had no trouble today either. A lot of people ripped, ridden them off a few weeks ago, but um, I think now uh, things are starting to look a little bit different. At one point, they were eight games below five hundred early in the season. So naturally, people were going to write up, ah, they don't have a chance this year, eight games below, how can they make this up? Look, in late April, early May, and sometimes into late May, eight games below 500 is not a big deal. It is not a big deal, despite what you might think. Because you still got like 120 games to play, and anything could happen at that point. I mean... Nobody really starts paying attention to the to leak to the standings like say until about mid June anyway. And they have turned their they have turned their season around completely and I think they got the best record since uh, the All Star break. And I think they can make the playoffs as a as a wild card spot. And maybe, just maybe, a slight chance to win the division. I know you're thinking that's crazy. It's a bit of a long shot, but I think they can do it. There's still five weeks to go, and it's not a huge lead. 
The only the only team that's out of that race is Tampa Bay in the American League East. Other than that, it's anybody's race. And if if they want if nobody wants to agree with me, okay, fine. That's you got your opinions, I got mine. But I've seen them play, and I've seen them come back from from deficits like this before. That one uh, one season they were ten back, ten below five hundred in late uh, mid May, and they came back and won the division. You know, baseball. That, I, that's one of the benefits of having like a long baseball season. You know, I hear complaints like, ah, the season's too long, it you know, just drags on. But on the other hand, it does give you considerable time to catch up. So you can't really write them off, like, if they're having a rough start, like the first 40 games of the season. I mean, because that's, that's only, like, less than a third of the season. You know, you got time to, you got time to catch up, and and they have. And I'm ha- and I'm and I'm a happy camper because you still got you know this part of August and all of September. Anything can happen in the last month of the season because I've also seen leads blow for the division and not make the playoffs. Case in point with the Mets back in 2007, seven games up last week of the season. The only way they could miss the playoffs is that they lost all seven games. And the unthinkable occurred that year as they did lose all seven games and missed the playoffs. The greatest baseball tragedy since 1951. <laughs> okay, uh, I've said my two cents. Uh, it's all yours. All right, just one, just one Michigan sports highlight. Um, Michigan football, the Wolverines named defensive lineman Chris Wormley and tight end Jake Butt captains for the 2016 regular season. Ohio State, the Ohio State Buckeyes are ranked, now ranked number two in, in the 2018 recruiting recruiting rankings after landing after landing four-star forward Darius Basley. That's that's college basketball, rather. Not mm-hmm. football, college basketball, men's basketball, and three-star forward Justin Aarons. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. So that that's it. All right. Now I'll do it for me. Um, I think I've I think I've said all I need to say, and. Uh, I'll do it. Oh, and they also had the Arena Bowl championship last night. Mm-hmm. Arizona versus Arizona based Philadelphia. What's the score? Philadelphia beat Arizona 56-42. Whoa, slugfest. Well, don't forget, the Arena League is more high scoring because don't forget, they only play only half a field. So, you know, it's like there's almost like almost no defense whatsoever. You know the weird thing is that I remember that league first started, and I was thinking this can't be happening. This this can't be real. It doesn't even look real. I mean, ESPN had the games. Um, they were shown late at night. Either they were live on the West for the West Coast, or they were on tape delay for the rest of us. And it was a six 
uh, four-team league with uh, six games. And from what I saw, I didn't think it was going to be much of a league. But now, 30 years later, it's still here. And even New, Jer- New York and New Jersey had teams in that um, league a few times, but they either went out of business or moved. Yeah, but there's nothing like NFL football in this area. I mean, arena football basically is nothing more than a cult following like in the Midwest and the South. But yet, um, even though they have a team in Philadelphia, and that is owned by, uh, partially owned by John Bon Jovi. And they actually won a championship in 2009. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess he was living on a prayer that year. Oh. Oh, boy. On that note, I'll go. All right. I'll uh, I'll talk to you about uh, an earlier time. Uh, the Tigers uh, and Angels play at 110. All right. Probably around, so we'll probably start around 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock. All right. Probably 8 o'clock would be would be great. Okay, if I'm just good. Fine. Yep. All right, that'll be that'll be fine. Thanks. Have a good night. All right, thanks, you too. Sure. And for Lewis Tenora, this is Taylor Phillips. That wraps up episode ninety seven of the Michigan Sports Truth Post Game Edition on Talk Shoe. Hope you enjoyed this post game edition. Back at 8 o'clock for episode 98. TTFN, ta-ta for now. Bon appetit. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.